My mic, mic, my mic, check. We're here, man. We are here. Combo Nation. Don't forget to rate, review, punch down on that, subscribe button. Today's show, episode 446. I almost said 445. Episode 446, to be exact, is here. Clips of the follow-through with Clips and Drew joins in to react to the news of Russell Westbrook on his way to play with the Clippers. We also discuss the 2023 All-Star Weekend. Just a fantastic conversation with Clips. Go subscribe to the follow-through with Clips and Drew. Intro music by Luca Beats. Let's get into it. and Drew, man. It's good to have you back. We were catching up before the recording. What is new? There's actually a lot new when it comes to the Clippers, but what's new with you, man? Man, uh, first of all, it's good to be back. Last time we talked, I think we did, uh, we were talking about John Wall, and I'm sure we'll touch on that oh, here man. soon, but I'm doing good, man. I got a new crib, got a new setup, uh, about to record with with my partner, Drew, uh, for our show, The Fall Through Eclipse and Drew, but you get, you get me first on this. A lot of big news coming out of uh, Clipperland today. You're recording with two Drews in one day. That's crazy. But even though most people know me as Combo now, but it's two Drews. It's pretty cool. <laughs> True. Okay. So, um, man, we got to start with the Clippers. It's crazy because we had this podcast recording scheduled before the rush trade even happened. But it is crazy, man. I thought it would be great for him to go to Miami because I just thought the Heat had a talent deficit when it came to some of the other contenders around the league. Um, what are your thoughts on all of it? What do you think this means for the Clippers? You know, man, I'm, I'm all for it. I was for it. I went on record saying that if an opportunity came up for the Clippers to get Russell Westbrook, I would be all in and there'd be no reason to not. I said, we'd be stupid to not pursue Russ if a buyout occurs again, going back to the last time when we were discussing John wall about low risk, high reward, picking up a guy like that. This is kind of the same boat. And I also think there's what he brings to the table is exactly what the Clippers have been lacking and what we need. Right. Uh, I know this past year with Russ and the Lakers, actually the past year and a half and whatnot has been bad. There's been this whole narrative about Russ being a bad teammate and the, obviously the fit wasn't working for him. I've never heard one bad thing about Russ in a locker room though. I've heard from, from multiple, you know, everything that I know about basketball, I heard he's a great teammate. I think the Lakers are kind of, painting him as the scapegoat to why everything has gone wrong for them as of lately, which isn't the facts. And I think Laker fans are going to understand in about a week or two that this wasn't Russell, just Russell's fault, right? When all these new players pan out. But as far as Russell becoming a Clipper, I am all for it. And I, I said on my show that as long as there was discussions between Kawhi, Paul George, Ty Lue, and Russell, as long as there's definitive roles and and uh, what is expected out of Russ, I'm all for it. And after having said conversations, if they all think that it's going to be a good call, I'm with it. And as of today, I guess that's what went on with Ty Lue and Lawrence Frank in the front office, had deep conversations with Russell 
in planning out the role that they have for him, right? And if he'd be willing to have that role. And those conversations centered around toughness, rebounding, playmaking. That's what the Clippers need. And if Russ is on board to do that, uh, man, I mean, come on. It's a huge come up for us, I think. I just tweeted today, I think this is a championship roster. And now, really, this is not the tweet anymore, but it just really comes down to how their three stars will fit together, right? Because, I mean, they have the depth, they have the top-end talent, and you could say what you want about Russ, but this is going to be a better fit, in my opinion. There's no LeBron who's – it's not heliocentric offense. And look, man, I had the Clips winning before the season. The Believe Network reached out to me, and they wanted to know who I thought was coming out the East, who was coming out the West. I had the Clippers back then, and I think this increases their chances right here. Yeah, I mean – it's taken us, you know, this whole year to kind of figure out the chemistry issues. There were some things happening earlier that I noticed very early with Reggie and with Luke Kennard uh, that just weren't working out. Reggie's body language wasn't wasn't good. A lot of, you know, holding the rock, uh, his, his, you know, would pout a little bit when things weren't going right. And then obviously Luke and his defensive deficiencies like came to a head when we saw Kyrie last week and, and they were just chomping at the bits to go at Luke. Uh Essentially, what the Clippers have done in the past week, uh, week and a half is, you know, get rid of Reggie, who I still love. Like, I love what Reggie had done for, for our organization. Uh, I love Luke Kennard. But we got rid of Luke, Reggie, and John Wall. And we turned that into Mason Plumley, into uh, Bones Highland, into Eric Gordon, and now to Russell Westbrook. And some of the deficiencies that we had, I I was on record saying I wanted Mason Plumley before he even came available. I'm like, I want a guy like Mason Plumley that knows his role, that can, you know, block shots, rebound, play defense, and pass. Eric Gordon, so happy he's out of Houston, right? Like this yeah. guy has been in purgatory. I think we've been talking I think we've been talking about this for for years, me and you. Like Eric Gordon, like the Lakers should have tried to get him maybe years ago, right? Hundred percent they should. Yeah. Yeah. And He's he's probably so happy just to be out and with a contending team right now. And his role fits really well. I think Eric Gordon is like the is or Norman Powell is like the young Eric Gordon, right? Do you remember Eric in his first couple years taking it to the rack? Duncan can shoot yeah. the ball. Like Norm and him are kind of like the same guys, right? A hundred percent. You know, I, I used to think Eric Gordon was a future all-star back then. Like he had that type of he had that type of potential. I feel like maybe he just never got in the right situation because when he started to peak, it was like James Harden time, right? Right. Yeah. And they didn't they didn't use him correctly. And look, I think we're, he's going to fit in perfectly. And I know we've had a small sample size. We played two games, right? But I've been really happy with the two games the Clippers have played because the things that we needed, look, a lot of these NBA teams like Dallas, you know, let's make the splash. Like we need Kyrie Irving to come in here. And I think that, in order to have a championship team, you need to have the Mason Plumleys, man. You need to have these kind of guys uh, that are going to come in that know their role and will are veterans have been there before. Um, and I just think Russ is going to add to that, man. I don't necessarily know if he's going to start. I think he is going to start. We haven't had a, a, a true point in a long time. We've had these hybrids, these Reggies, these Pat Bevs, these Terrence Mann, who's come along a long way, Terrence Mann, and he's been great. And I, unfortunately, th I think he's going to be at the second unit, which is fine. Like Terrence has always been good off the bench, but really quick, something about the Clippers, man, that, that is very true. And Nicholas Batum said it is like, 
they thought he Nicholas Batum was the worst player in the NBA. That's what the narrative was for Nico Batum. He's getting paid too much money. Let's buy him out. He came to the Clippers, changed his whole career. Same thing happened with Reggie Jackson. Came to the Clippers, changed his career. Now, as far as Russ goes, this is a huge legacy play for Russ right now. Like he needs to change the freaking narrative quick, right? Because it's a it's a bad looking narrative. Well, he's he's Russ. still he he he's still first ballot first ballot Hall of Famer, right? No matter what. No. No question. Right. No question. Right. But what does everybody want from the superstars? They want a chip. Oh, he doesn't have a chip. All right. You know, and now I think revenge season is a is a is a good name to call this next chapter, this this final part of the 2023 NBA season, because Russ can really, really help out this team, man. And he brings exactly what we've been missing. And again, if it's not working, then it's then you know he's he's on the bench, and we'll go back to Terrence Mann and whatnot, and Russ can go play in Chicago when the season's over or play in Miami. But he wants to be in L.A. He loves Paul George, uh, Rocco, and him. Robert Covington and him played together in Houston, and uh, you know I just think Russ in the locker room. Uh, Paul George had the best best year of his career playing with Russ. This can work, man, and I'm really excited for it. It does say something that Paul George wanted him back, right? Wanted to play with him again. I think that is telling. It's very telling. And he, I mean, he went to management right away and said, this is a guy we that I want here, right? And just just like Mark Cuban did for Luca, because Luca needs help. When he went out, I, I was impressed with Mark Cuban going out and getting Kyrie, right? Like, good job helping Luca. I don't think it's going to work in the long run. But management listened to Paul George as well. Like, Hey man, should, should, should we touch this? You know, should we touch Russell Westbrook right now? And when you have a bunch of people in the locker room signing off on it, like, yeah, as long as there are definitive roles, you know, carved out for what exactly we want and we need, like he doesn't need to be the MVP from OKC. He doesn't need to be the the Robin that he, he was in Houston. He doesn't need to come be the third, you know, star on this dysfunctional team with no bench and no shooting here. Like, he can really play his game. Doesn't need to worry about shooting. We got plenty of shooters. We need the pace, we need the energy, and we need the defense. And that's exactly what Russ does. Yeah. What's your biggest concern when it comes to Russ? Um, Obviously the shooting, right? The shooting's atrocious. Uh, I think he's under 30% right now. I think his finishing... I mean, mean, we know all this, but I mean for the Clippers specifically, you know? I don't think there is, man, to be honest with you, because, again, we're so deep. We're not going to be Russ-focused every single night, right? It's going to be uh, – it's always going to be Kawhi and Paul George's team. It, the chemistry obviously has to work, right? That's what it has – it has to work between him, uh, uh, Kawhi, and PG. And there has been chemistry issues with Russell in the past. There is a reason why he's on now on his sixth team in five years – there's a reason. It's for crazy. I, I, that's another thing I tweeted today. It's crazy how many teams he played with, right? Especially after signing at the time, the biggest contract in NBA history, $205 million. And then it goes, you know, the following year he's traded and he's now we're on. the. This is what I mean about legacy right now. This is really sad. What's happening with Russell. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he can change that whole thing. If this works combo, everybody wants to talk about, what if it doesn't work, right? But what if it does work? What if this you know, is you know, the, the you know what I want to see personally with this Clippers team? I want to see Paul George be the best player on that team in the playoffs and them win. 
I would I would love it more than anything because nobody is a bigger fan of Paul George than me, and nobody's had to defend Paul George more than me. And real hoopers like you and I and a lot of other people, you watch Paul George when he's playing, when he's having a great game, and you're watching him, and you're like, dude, that could be the best player in the NBA. And this isn't me being a homer at all, but there are nights where you're watching Paul George, and you're like, yo, this skill set is out of control, right? But then there's nights where you, I keep catching myself saying, what are you doing, right? Like, what the hell are you doing? And I would love that for that to happen. I really would. Because the numbers don't lie as far as when Kawhi and Paul George play together, we win games. Like, legit, they've won 70% of the games that they play when they play together. Um, and I think... I think the chemistry between Paul George and Russ will be, I think Russ is happy that somebody went to bat for him. How about put it that way? Like Paul George went to bat for me. So I'm going to go to bat for these guys. You, you wouldn't think Russ needs a chip on his shoulder, but what happened after LA, he got a chip on his shoulder as well. So he's going to be going at everybody. A hundred percent. And you know what? Drew, Drew said it on, on our last show. Like he lives across the street from LeBron James, they're neighbors, right? So like going out to the mail every morning, he's just looking at it, you know, hey, bud, hey, hey, former player. Like, dude, look, put it this way. They, they, they pushed Russell Westbrook out of Los Angeles. Like there was no other option for Russell than to, to leave this team or to get traded this year. There was no other option. Nothing could happen to change what people think about Russell Westbrook right now. And I think being all the accolades he's had and, you know, all the locker rooms he's been in, all the players that respect and love Russ, I think he took Paul George's gesture uh, to heart. And I think he's going to come in with that chip on his shoulder and be like, all right, you know what? F you, Lakers. We see you on April 5th. I'm going to rock the baby to sleep on April 5th, right? And the only thing that will change everything for Russell Westbrook is to get to the NBA finals, right? To take the, to be a, a contributing piece of this Clipper team to the NBA finals while the Lakers are sitting uh, in, in 12th place, right? Uh, and no future right now. Yeah. And also, I mean, you, you mentioned it, he's neighbors with LeBron and not only that, he doesn't have to move, which is a great look for him, right? Nobody likes moving. Come on. You know that you just moved. <laughs> I did just move, but I also just only moved about 400 yards from my old. But still, it's it's not fun. It's not fun. <laughs> it's not fun, and we all know Russ wants to be in in Los Angeles. But look, three Cali guys, right? In, that that's three Cali guys together, right? They're top three. Well, Norm Norm Powell went to UCLA too, right? So Norm four, a so four guy. but but their top three are all uh -huh. Cali guys, right? Yeah. 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 That's great, man. Definitely. Yeah. And you know, look, I would have, I would have, uh, if it came out today that Russell chose Chicago over the Clippers, I would have been like, all right, well, his focus isn't to win a title, right? He wants to go and go play Russ ball in, in Chicago or, or go to Miami and whatnot. But he, I think he made the right decision. Right. And we're not paying him $47 million. You know, our, our season doesn't rely on Russell Westbrook to come in and put up these huge numbers. If he can still continue, like, look, dude, Norman Powell and Russell Westbrook are the two six player, six man of the year award guys. Right. And now they're going to be on the same team together. So I think it's again, I think it's a great call by the Clippers to do this. Um, and if it doesn't work, we'll know in the first couple weeks if it's not going to work. Then we move on. Terrence Mann gets his, his minutes back. You know, Russ can play when Russ plays. The, the 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 sad thing is Bones Highlands now probably the third string point guard, 
right? Well, he's, he, I don't even know. Like, yeah, he is a point guard because of size, but he's really, his role is really of the Jamal Crawford, the Lou Williams archetype, right? And, you know, I love Mm -hmm. Bone since college and he's proven to be a really good NBA player. And I think he'll improve as time goes on, but it's an exciting pickup for the Clippers. Yeah, it's a little weird that we got him for nothing. You know what I mean? Like, why would Denver want to get rid of him for literally nothing? I think we gave them second round picks. And there was some, you know, he had deleted. I, I was on record saying on my show, once he deleted the stuff, the Denver Nugget affiliation, like a week before the trade deadline, I'm like, oh, he he wants out of there. I would love to go after uh, Bones Highland and the Mason Plumleys, those guys. I wasn't looking for like, oh, we need Zach Levine or we need Kyrie. I wasn't in on the Kyrie stuff at all. But but as you know, our team should pursue like if Kyrie Irving's up, let's see what you know what the ticket is on it. And um, I'm glad with you know, Terry Rozier was another guy I was thinking about like, okay, I kind of like him too. But I think we came out big on it, man. Again, turning Reggie and Luke and John into four solid players. I, I think the Clippers did a really good job. Yeah, I totally agree. Let's shift to all star weekend. Um, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, a lot of people are complaining about the actual game. I get it. There was no defense. One team once scored like 170 points. But the Rising Stars had his moments with with Jose Alvarado. Uh, Three-point contest was fun with Dame. Um, He kind of like, you know, I think a lot of people think about Dame as a flat-out scorer, and they don't talk about how great of a shooter he is, and he got to show some of that this weekend. The slam dunk contest, that stole the show. Mac McClung, um, that was really fun. What I loved about Mac was that I was a little bit worried that it, it was the James White situation all over again in a lot of ways. And obviously, they're different style dunkers, but you wanted James to win that because that moment was like supposed to be for him. And when I started realizing, like, I knew Mac was going to win as long as he made all of his dunks, right? And then when I started realizing throughout the course of the dunk contest, if he tried these dunks 100 times, he'd probably make 99 of them. I totally agree with you. Mac Mac stole the show. I think Mac, you can tell, man, like he was prepped for this. He came in to win that tournament, right? He came and did he's been dunking like this for 10 years. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe not for 10 years, but you get it. We've all watched him viral in high school and what. But he was prepped. That's what dunkers do. He didn't miss one of his dunks, right? There was thought, there was a thought process in these dunks. Even uh, Trey Murphy Jr., I thought he was really creative. I thought starting the dunk contest with the Alvarado thing, the yeah. casual NBA fan might not know that. Like there was probably some people in 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 Utah that were like, what the hell just happened? Why the guy run on the court and steal the ball? You know what I mean? I thought it was really creative and a great way to start the show. Uh I I I love Jericho Sims. Horrible dunk contest showing, right? Uh, KJ Martin, I love KJ Martin, but there was no, nothing, nothing was impressive from them. Mac was really impressive. He stole the show. I love the three point contest. I mean, d- damn, Halliburton came out firing, but Dame is those is one of those guys that's you know you know he takes those shots every single day, hundreds and hundreds of those shots. Yeah, this was his third time doing the three point contest, but. That was fun. The Rising Stars was fun. All-Star game was trash, Combo. It was <laughs> it was absolute garbage, man. And I think like I think that everything looked pretty like all over Utah. The you know, how they had everything set up. I thought the parties and the media days, 
and you know all the events and pop-ups and musicians they had that was all cool wrapped up nicely but the product at the end of the day was trash and that's that's what the all-star game was and i even left i was with my homie drew and i'm like dude let's let's go get something to eat man it's time to go get something to eat i was over it so I think there, there needs to be adjustments to be done. Skills challenge needs to be gone, done with and gone, unless you make it a real skills challenge, like some real stuff, not this this rinky-dink dribbled between cones. I mean, come on, combo. That's corny, man. What I want to see is a one-on-one contest. Three 100%. dribble max. Three dribble max. That's what I. That'll bring in ratings. I'll tell you that. People will watch that. 100%. And like you do it, do you do it like with, everybody involved or is it guards versus guards is it big men like you there has to be some rules fight you can't have Steph and like LeBron playing or you can't have I don't know man it, it would be fun and make it more interesting and I think Silver I think Adam Silver is very progressive and I think he tries different stuff all the time but I also think like you know the, the in in the past like the players had to be there on Friday right and do all these things now he's given a more leniency like some people didn't show up till Sunday did you know this? Like some people didn't even come till right, Sunday. Right. And it's like, do they even care? You know, do, and what's the benefit? Like if you're not playing for anything in the game, I understand the charity. I get that. The NBA should be doing that anyways. Give up, you know, give up that money, all that, that revenue you're making from the game charity. But if the players aren't playing for anything, look, dude, the draft was better than the game, right? The draft was entertaining. That was fun. But the, the game needs to be, that needs to have meaning, man. Or or what's the point of doing this? What do you think are some ways they could make the all-star actual game better? I don't know. I, I don't know because we talk about this on our show all the time. That in general. It's great. Yeah. I yeah. think that's great too. But like, I don't know. There has to be some benefit to the East team or the the West team winning the game. You know, there has to be some something to be playing for and it's not the money they're already getting paid to be there you know and normally that that check from the from getting to the all-star game covers your travel and all your family members coming to the game yeah. so um you know i i don't know that's something that the that the league needs to come up with because dude at the, nobody is saying that that game was awesome to watch right we're we're sitting park. there watching the game park park said it was awesome he did no way yeah I, I don't know if the word also, but but he was he was pro that game. Before Drew and I last night we turned it off to go to go get some dinner. He's like, dude, Jason Tatum has 55 points. I'm like, bullshit, he has 80. It's 55 points. I didn't even know I had 55 points, man. Oh, the that's third how, quarter. He went crazy in the third. <laughs> that's how unimpressed I was with all of that. You know what I mean? And like if you go back on, on League Pass, you can watch old all-star games from the 90s and stuff. And there there is looseness, like the players are having fun, but there's also dudes taking it really seriously, man. And they want to win. And I don't know. I just don't think there's there's any benefit to it. I'd love for there to be something on the line for these guys, right? And then the other hand, it turned into a, yet another like LeBron uh, uh, appreciation show, right? Like let's the the LeBron tour, right? I get it. But Latour, Latour, Latour. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, and another thing, uh, the weird narrative about the dunk contest thing was when people are saying a G leaguer won the dunk contest, and it shows you that. It doesn't matter. It's like this guy's a professional dunker. Like if we wanted to see what it would look like for a professional dunker to get into the NBA dunk contest, this is what would happen every single time. Like professional dunkers are different. And not only that, he's a guy that's actually in the NBA. But the point is, is that like 
when you've been preparing for like for something like this your whole life, it's a little bit different. I totally agree. And you have to give, you know, tip your hat to Mac for being or his agent. You know what I mean? For being like, look, Mac thinks he can win this thing. I want to get him in. Mac has the balls to do this at this level, right? Like, I know nobody knows my name. I know people think I'm just a viral cool. sensation from back in the day. I played two NBA games. I get it. I'm little. But you know what? I can beat these freaking guys. I can. And Mac went out there and did it. Like, it's a great story, man. Yeah, most definitely. Clips, great stuff. You're always welcome back on the show. Where can we find you, man? Where can we find you? Combo, I appreciate you having me back on, dude. I love coming on and talking with you. You can find me at Clips555 on Instagram. You can follow our show at Clips and Drew. We're on every streaming platform. It's the follow-through podcast. You'll love it. Uh, if you're a fan of Combo's Court, you will love the follow-through with Clips and Drew. So I appreciate once again, man. And hopefully this Russell thing works out. And when we win that chip combo, I want to be back on the show. We're definitely going to make it happen then. Let's get it done right before they're in that uh, NBA championship finals run, right? Like right when they win the West, that's when we bring you back on. Bet. Talk soon later, bro. All right, brother. There it was. Another episode of Combo's Court is in the books. Don't forget to rate, review, punch down on that, subscribe button. Big shouts to Clips for joining in. We appreciate you. Be on the lookout for episode 447. Combo, out.